Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. And you will Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Welcome back, Nation. April 26, 2023. And for those who don't know, this is the Good Time Culture Podcast. I am OG Mutt Dog. And on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorist of record. And before I say the final thing, let's welcome Tony the Word back on the show. And Thank you. remember that everything, and I mean everything that we speak about or talk about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood. Yeah, all glory to God, guys. We're back. It's another Wednesday hump day here. Uh, this is the Good Times Culture Podcast, like my dog said over there. Uh, where nonsense meets reality, you will find us here every week. And uh, as usual, there's lots of nonsense going on. Um, man, how was, uh, you got anything, any uh, cool little quotes or witty stuff over there? Oh boy, I hadn't even thought I'll get about you warmed it up, we'll get yeah. you warmed up. Yeah, we uh, we do have a uh, no agenda meetup scheduled for this Saturday, if anybody's listening locally in Ventura County. I doubt it, but... Uh, Come on and join us there uh, at Institution Ale at 12 o'clock. That'd be noon. And uh, we're going to sit around and talk a little bit about uh, the best podcast in the universe. Good time culture podcast. That would be no agenda. We are the best podcast in Oxnard, though. So we do have, we're holding that down. The mighty, mighty OX. And yeah, man, I mean, let's see. What do we got? We got a... Got a little bit of Biden news. He came uh, came out and announced his uh, run again. <laughs> we got He's gonna to finish the job this time. He that's said. that's right. Something happened to Tucker. We'll talk about that. And well, then um, there's no way Biden's gonna make it anyway. So I mean, well, that, I we all that's said such that a pipe dream. We all said that when he was going before. Well, and, right, but see, man, the, the, I think they've cut back on the cheating. This time, Tony, we can't talk about that yeah. anymore. It, this is why shows get taken off the air. It was, it was. Oh. I'm just messing. <laughs> no, <laughs> like you got to be kidding me. No, no but this is a so discussion. Obvious. This is a discussion <laughs> yeah, we've been a, having here. Yeah, you know, other, we, we're supposed what? to be genuine. 
Yeah. We're supposed to be honest. Yeah. We're supposed to speak the truth that, you know, the truth that we think, but yet that's uh, not allowed. No, apparently. there's a lot of controversy. There's podcasts and shows that will not speak about the election. Yeah. Will not. Shows well, that we've taught that we would, would uh, stand up. There's the old adage that the truth is like a lion when set free, it will defend itself. And there we go. There we go. That's what you have to do. We are the lions. That's why we get the truth out there because that is the defense. It defends. That's why we call him Tony the Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, t- you know, to me, you know, every week before I kind of start the show or at least Wednesday mornings, I think to myself cuz I got a list of all these articles and, you know, outrageous topics and stuff. But then I always think to myself, what's the most important thing? You know, like there's a lot of distractions, a lot of wildness going on, but it's it's that First Amendment, that free speech that I keep coming back to. And it's the one thing that we can actually, as a country, I think, kind of agree on. You know, we, we have to maintain that free speech, and they're, they're quickly saying that if you speak about uh, election fraud and COVID fraud, those are the two things you do not have free speech anymore on. And it's... Well, it's that's troubling to me because there's no way that if if you can dictate what I can and cannot do, then that d- makes me no longer free. Well, it's like they said, mm-hmm. you know, they they'll say, "Oh, well, we're a private company; we can say or not." But then that cake company, that, oh, but they're a public company. Well, they say yeah, they're so a you're private. In the public, you got to do the but, public uh, stuff. But they say since they're a private company, they don't have to. Well, they also could, if that was true, that poor bakery that mm-hmm. decided we don't want to make cakes. For certain people, they don't have the right to say that, right? Well, but you know, I do think they have a right to do something that it it's, goes to their morality. That, so, if if it's a religious belief, you wouldn't want to do something that supports the opposite of your belief by baking the cake. But exactly what you're saying. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that their presenting themselves as an open and free platform. Well, a lot of things claim to be, but yeah. they're not in reality. Correct. That's what I mean. They're coming into us as a stealth. You know, and tell us, oh, you can speak about anything. But then they go, oh, it's a private company. We can say who who cannot say anything. That's what they have claimed. Yeah, they like to bounce that around, huh? Where they're, well, oh, it's a private company. They, you know, they can do whatever they want. But then, you know, the government was the one that was canceling and telling the the corporations to do things. So how's we're well, getting another, mixed up here? There's another word for that called uh, censorship. Yes. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Well, this, yep. This is the number one topic for me that I keep coming back to, you know, just being able to have a free and open conversation. We're already shut down. We, we barely can talk to each other anymore about just about anything. You know, if you get but on the streets that's, that's with someone. Only because the media keeps True. reporting that right. lie, and it's perpetuated over and over. But the bottom line is, is people don't have to actually go along with what some corporation dictates and says, you can't use this word anymore. Well, screw you. I like it. I'm going to continue to use it. Yes. Uh, don't uh, you dare tell me or order me about what I can't do. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to Hollywood about my experience this last week about I had a stereo installed in my truck and the person that installed it 
happened to be a black gentleman. And the conversation we had, we had more in common about our opinions about the way the world was going. Mm-hmm. That if I would just judge them on how his appearance, I'm like, well, this guy's probably different. I was in school yesterday and same thing. Everybody there was like-minded. They, they didn't like what's happening in our politics. They don't like what's being uh, um, shoved down our throats. And mm-hmm. it, it was interesting that in a place where I didn't think that I would have like-minded individuals. Well, I had someone at the coffee shop overhear a conversation and just said, would you mind if I sat in? said no. And so he just listened in and said he really liked what uh, he heard and what was going on and where could he get more information on that. Awesome. Dang. So, See? Nice. I, you know, I, yeah. yeah we've, I, we've talked about... Um, and I agree to get back to your thing. I agree that the media, correct, is in cahoots with this censorship. You know, well, elimination it's, it's of part, free speech. You it's know? part of the whole programming. That's why they call mm-hmm. it. It programs your mind. Mm-hmm. Is why they call it programming. Yeah. But the bottom line is, it has to work with both the one and the two. Because if you don't have the two, you won't have the one. Yeah, I just uh, you know if if you lose, I've thought a lot about this, and it's a it's a good discussion. But if you don't have your freedom of speech, your only option is the violent option, you know. So, and they're obviously removing that. It's like they want us, you know, want people to be violent. But that's that's where I, you know, if we give up this First Amendment, which it seems like very little people even care about anymore, you know the ability to, to speak your mind, you know, but if we lose that, man, I mean, well, and it seems like we're losing it. It, you know, they're putting in all the disinformation, misinformation, malinformation, crap. Europe just passed it all. So now if you say anything, we only lose it if we allow it because Mm -hmm. fundamentally, what is government? Is we, the people, not in our case. No, Mm. (laughs) I'm serious. Government is a corporation oh, yes. masquerading as a government. Mm-hmm. But since it isn't, it's it's referred to oftentimes as what's called a de facto government, meaning it exists in fact, but it is not lawfully established. If it isn't lawful, it's unlawful. That's how the whole thing works. They're operating outside of the law. The whole Supreme Court has mm-hmm. operated outside oh, yeah, of yeah. the law ever since Lincoln got rid of habeas corpus. That was uh, eight, six, 1861 or something. Wow. Anyway, he got rid of habeas corpus, and that basically made all the courts illegitimate. Yeah, right, right now I'm listening to a podcast um, from England, and um, they had an American comedian there. And they were talking about that the subject matter that they were speaking about was the censorship here in the United States or about how the censorship in the United States and how in Great Britain right now, they've had colleagues like comedians and other people who by one complaint from one person called their magistrate, their police department, and then they'll send a police officer over to that person's house and be asked to explain to them about what that joke meant. Why mm-hmm. you said it, and now they want to know where exactly is your mind at? 
These are the questions that they're asking their citizens in Great Britain right now. That is kind of crazy. It is scary. Yeah, that well, Europe's whole- been leading that with Germany. Remember that they, they basically said you can't you can't say anything against the narrative of the Holocaust. Like you will be fined, and you know, boy, oh boy, see then then you don't have free speech. Yeah, and it's been dude. Germany's I, been that way, I think, for 10 years at least. I, I put a post out Scary. that I think German or the Nazi Germany finally won. They did it. They took them over 80, 90 years to do it. But they got all great all of Europe to shut their mouth. Don't say nothing. If you say something, this, we're going to put you in 15 minutes. That he's- oh, see, they, they, got, they got everybody believing that the Nazis minutes. lost World War II. They won. Yes. Heck, yeah, they did. That's the whole deal. In fact, you can find out if you look up Project Paperclip. Oh, yeah. Well, spread them out. <laughs> I just read an article to Hollywood here that in um, Mongols, Mo- Mongolia, mm-hmm. they have an alt-right group that stand Mongolians. up. And they actually have Nazis in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Think about that because they're nationalists. It's all about their country. Well, I got a friend of mine on Argentina, and he says that everybody, it was common knowledge down there that uh, Hitler made it down there. He didn't that's, get killed in World War Two. That's where they they hunted a lot of the last of the yeah. of the German officers that fled Germany. Remember mm-hmm. all those? Yep. Okay, that's where they were going heading to. That's they had these super long range submarines that went down there. You know how many Argentinian South Americans first name is Adolf? I we have I had one that was when I, I worked no at idea. my last shop. Yeah, yeah. His name was Adolf. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. That's odd. I'll finish. My Mongolian missile defense system. Those Mongolians try to break down my city wall again, they're going to get a big heat-seeking missile surprise. Oh, hello, Mongolian. Yeah. You come to break down my city wall? Oh, you going to throw that baseball at my wall? Oh, no, not a baseball. I'm pretty scared. But you know what? I might have something here that's a little bigger than a baseball. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. Oh, crap. <laughs> Sorry for everybody without video out there. I just was looking for the Mongolians. Mongolians! I'm sorry about that. Dang it, dude. Okay. Uh, I got uh, Mud Dog to snort on that one. That's good. Let's do, uh, let's let's get into the official show with our um, kind of, our appetizer dude, here to get us in the mood to talk some crap we're not about, to talk about Biden. Hunter Biden snorting Parmesan cheese and what you're about to play. We can talk about this. If you notice, he says Sleepy Joe cheated. He does not say... The elections were fraudulent. Oh, okay. I think that the the F word is the uh, the one that gets you into trouble if you say the the two together. Oh, <laughs> it's so no, stupid. No, no, really, I know why. The it's reason so is is because when you use the word fraud, it's actually Old English, mm. which means theft by a trick. Ooh, they don't so, like that so word. Like yeah, that's the what the word fraud actually means: is theft by a trick. Uh-huh. And that makes them liable if if yes, you if you can establish exactly. That. No, ever, ever since someone's Tony, liable. Ever since Tony, the word's been coming onto the show. <laughs> I've been really ab- observing the vocal vocabulary, and every time these people are speaking, 
It's important. Really open. It is. This is Burden World. It's an older, it's two years old. It was back when um, ah, Joe Biden got the most votes in American history. Dude, more than the first black But everybody knows who this guy is. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Sleepy Joe cheated. I don't want to argue, ain't come to start A whole bunch of beef with some vegans Quit that and retarded, him and Kamala A whole bunch of lying and scheming Enough with the drama, him and Obama Went at the truck to impeach him And who you think for an Antifa? Hey, you know you wrong for that, right? Ain't nobody vote for this guy Got even the news confused Cause nothing they told you was right I got hairy legs and I like kids on my lap If you don't vote for me, you ain't black Why can't you face the reality? Joe has a slave-like mentality How many million Americans want Trump? We Trump tight. You can take your pole booze back, they drunk. Oh, yeah, but you tried. Listen, we did not vote for no socialism or no mandatory vaccines. The people did not vote to shut the country back down and surrender all of our dreams. And who the fuck voted for censorship? I couldn't say all that and not mention this. Explaining what the First Amendment is, but that's not important because you're sensitive. I can't do it. They ain't have enough votes to win and they knew it. And since they can't beat them, I guess they gon' cheat them. I trust that elections officially ruined. And who is the media really controlled by? Taking grass to the Wrong guy on the TV and online, it be all lies to the whole United States is hogtied. How could you fail? How many dead people voted by mail? How many black people you keep in jail? How many ballots end up in the dumpster coming from houses that's repping the Trumpsters? Whoa! Holly Wonder was a fair fight, a little one on one, and keep it clean. That's a rare sight, man. You don't think you cheated? Yeah, right. It's evident. Try to say without hesitance that that man got nine million more votes than the first black president. You ain't gotta question it. They rigged the election. I know definite. you cheated, yeah. I know you cheated, yeah. I know you cheated. Yeah. Not one fraud word in there. You notice that? <laughs> it said just about everything. Uh, man, we he wrapped up exactly what we were talking about in that song, huh? Yep. Dang. See, yep. the thing is, is if you use the word fraud, then it also meant theft is mm-hmm. a cr- crime. Mm-hmm. You're a criminal. So that's an accusation. Interesting. And yeah. boy, that just gets to be a whole another keg of worms. Mm-hmm. to go. In. Well, we all, I don't know if you've been absor- absorbing, observing what's happening still in Maricopa. Now they're suing the Maricopa election facilities for all the records and all their things. Oh, yes. And you know they're guilty of sin, man. Dude, oh. this thing is... It's obvious. And now you have the Georgia uh, district attorney or Atlanta district attorney who or Georgia is who's going... Who is now proposing that by the summer she has charges against Trump. Dude. And she's going after him. Do we... Okay. Do we need to have a refresher course for the people out there that have completely forgotten... The boy who cried wolf. Like at a certain point, what is happening anymore? Does how do you believe any of this when it's just constantly BS? Just constantly like screaming wolf in the in the fields and there's no wolf. Yeah, see I figured out a long time ago anything that comes from mainstream media is inherently a lie. Right. So I I totally dismiss anything that, that mainstream media has to say. But I mean it's coming from Courts, you know, but again, DAs, it's like, but because if they're all part of the lie, yeah, yeah, but like, how many times are you going to be lied to and not not go, you know what, uh, boy who cried wolf, I don't trust you anymore. That's the story. Like, did we forget the story as Americans? What is going on? Well, the 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 question is like that meme that said that we we believe the ones who were broke when they got elected 
and became billionaires while they were elected. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't trust the guy that was already a billionaire <sighs> when he became president. He didn't yeah. become rich or actually became poor. Right. So who are, and that's the thing, right? It's like I've always told you about this Joe Rogan's whole talk about Obama. Do you understand? He looked presidential. He spoke like a president. He the, looked the, like a statesman. Appearance doesn't account but for much of anything. that's what people want. It's yeah. appearance. It's like now, when I ask the police department, why aren't you giving tickets to everybody parking in the, on the alley? Well, optics. It doesn't look right. You're like, what do you mean it doesn't look right? Well, but see, all you got to do is expose the truth, and that will help. Because it'll destroy their lie. The truth is the mortal enemy to the lies they tell. So, for example, I could make the comment that, uh, okay, there are no lawyers. You cannot find a lawyer. All there are are attorneys. Mm-hmm. We've talked. And then about you have this. to understand the difference between the two. So when you think about it. What was if, the difference? Just to remind the, yeah, the audience. Again. Right. But the attorney works for the state. A lawyer would actually work for you. Huh. It's who's paying them. That's why you think about it. You have a district attorney, a prosecuting attorney, attorney general. What's the key thing about all of them? They're all state employees, man. Yeah. Who pays them? State, yep. So yep. that's where it is. And you've never heard of a prosecuting lawyer. No. No, because lawyers work for you, not the state. So if you so, went out but, to look but for why, a lawyer? But more importantly, why that is, is because every attorney has to take an oath to the bar, the British Accredited Registry ah. of Attorneys. So their allegiance then is to that particular... Uh, uh, I guess coat of arms, yeah. the the queen, the king, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Interesting. So what we actually have to do is get rid of that mentality mm. that we don't actually need to have people that are uh, to have any kind of an authority over us that didn't actually create us. Mm-hmm. Because the idea also would be that you think about it when you're traveling around, you're doing anything, and what is government supposed to be doing for you or what people think they're supposed to be doing for you? But they're not. And the idea behind it is is that if they have no duty to protect you, then you have no duty of allegiance to them. There's got to be a quid pro quo, this for that. You don't protect me, I ha- I don't have allegiance to you. That's what I feel about our police department right well, now. Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. All right, Hollywood, next. Well, we're going to continue on the Biden bashing. I have two clips here. A little happy music. Right before Biden says that your children are not your children. Hmm. <laughs> Which one is this one? Is this the one with the ears Rebecca put back? a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Yeah. Is, I, I need yeah, to go P. sniff P. some kids but, here. Yeah, Pete but, but But you know what's going on there? Um, 
Biden, he doesn't get the whole picture, although I think he's even an actor anyway, because all the, the stuff that's been going on yeah. here. But there's there's no way that they have any type of uh, jurisdiction over us because they haven't fulfilled any part of a bargain or contract. If they were supposed to protect us and they failed to do so, and I can prove it, then they're in breach of contract. I, I, I don't have to be subject to their claims or whims. In fact, it is a foreign corporation. What makes me subject to a foreign corporation's policies and procedures? Doesn't the the, the birth certificate... We are employees. Isn't no, that, no. that what we were? No, no. Because like they, it basically. Uh, what were you saying? It basically makes us not individuals or something like that. No, when we, that's that's when they cut the cord. Is when they did the, making us individuals. Hmm. But what we're looking at there was the. Uh, this is a capitalization, right? The. No, no, it's not so much that even. I mean, you can do the capitalization, which. You know, you you find capitalization of names on the sterns and bows of ships and right. tombstones. That's basically it. So it's for dead things. Because I'm I'm referring to that the the human stock market that well is you got not it you got about. it really right right there accidentally I think what it is is see the birth certificate if you have it it is now an outstanding stock share uh-huh. and it belongs on Washington DC uh-huh. that's where it actually belongs yeah. we're not supposed to have it so if it's a stock share but we're these dead things <laughs> stock hell share. we're livestock uh-huh. it's shares of livestock that's what this is all about. They got everybody convinced that we are livestock. Mm-hmm. They treat us like animals. They even make sure that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, women, when they get married to the man, they're going to make sure he's going to be treated that same way. So she, she calls her man husband, as in animal husbandry. husbandry. Yeah. So it works the same way. They've got everybody convinced to accept the lie that they are the birth certificate character. It is totally separate. It is your citizenship Mm -hmm. used to sail the seas of commerce, but it isn't you. It can't be you because it's dead. So who's crazier? The one that thinks I'm living and dead at the same time? Hey, now you're sounding like that's Biden you're talking about. Well, right living now, living and dead. So wait a minute, wait a minute. But so now that now you were talking about the federal government not fulfilling their their obligations to us, so then yes. that makes that makes sense on why the states whose borders are not being protected, like Arizona, have stated we're not listening to the federal government. Yes, that's what they have to they're do. Not, because they're not doing. They're not protecting our borders. Like their deal is to protect our borders. They're not. So like we don't have to listen to you guys anymore. Right. That that like you said they voided that contract. Our well, contract is Again, what contract did they have in the first place and if it's broken you now have no contract. It's null. Well, that's the whole point of, of joining the federal government that they were going to help you protect exactly. your Exactly. But the thing is is what they have is the corporate form of government that is all concerned only about protecting its own corporate welfare itself has nothing to do with living beings because it only sees us as living trusts because 
when they say person, person is a partnership, corporation, or trust. And so when it, we're born, we have this trust made. But people don't realize what it is. It's because when we were born with original sin, sin and debt are synonyms. So they made this Seshiki V trust supposedly worth our weight in gold, but we've never going to have we're never going to have access to it. And they're going to keep on trying to monetize and securitize all the time and build it up for them because they know that when we die that it's all going to go back to the state. It helps them balance their books. Yeah. The reason it doesn't go to us is because we are considered to be born uh, unknown parentage, lost or abandoned at sea. So, But if you're of unknown parentage, you have no right to inherit. If you can't inherit, you can never go touch that trust that was made. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep talking crap yeah, about Biden. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> Personal freedom. So have have the COVID crap and all the lockdowns and all the drama, you know, the censorship that we were dealing with and take that into context when you listen. It's fundamental to who we are as Americans. <laughs> There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be it's a republic. A red or blue issue. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting... T- Great unifier this guy is, huh? Taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what healthcare decisions women can make, banning books, and telling people who they can love. Do we need to? I think we need to break this down, right? Like banning pornography from third graders. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. They're, they're, we're going to ban I, those I, books. I think they should. Yeah, they're, they're, of course, guys, guys. There's <laughs> books trying to help out these kids who are going through issues. Yeah. Okay. So we're planning books that are going to help out uh, kids. You know, I'm still convinced that the LGBTQT thing is for a lot of them just want attention. Of course. Well, right I don't now, think, I don't think it's all legit. That supposedly it used to be less than one percent of the people were that, mm-hmm. and now they're claiming it's like ten percent. No, twenty percent. Yeah, it's absurd. It's doubling every like six years. No, it's doubling every six months. But that's only because months. they've got the kids conditioned. Oh, mm-hmm. I got to be special. Mm-hmm. Are you calling them groomers, out. Tony? Am Are I you w- calling these people officials groomers? No, he's he's saying that they want to be cool. They want to be in the cool crowd. Yeah. You're talking about the adults grooming is oh, what you're oh, talking oh, about. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm talking I'm about the kids that don't know any better. They haven't so I, too far. I, I got a, I mean, we talked about it on the show once. My daughter basically had a run in. There's one kid that has this doing this thing, right? He's a boy saying he's a girl, acting like a girl, talking like a girl. I don't think he dresses like a girl, but anyway. We had a whole discussion about it because he's an asshole too. this kid. Like he's a, a brat, you know, like mm. causes trouble in the school. And then right. anyway, I, I asked her one night we were sitting there and I go, hey, do you think he gets more attention by acting like a girl being a boy? Or do you think he'd get more attention being a boy acting like a boy? You know, and I, I just, 
I saw my, you know, and we, I didn't really tell her that we were just talking, you know, back and forth. It's not mm-hmm. like I had an opinion I was trying to uh, uh, impress on her, but I watched her kind of go, Ooh, you know, like, cause he's just, he's always causing trouble anyway. But, uh, I think you're onto it. it. It's just, yeah. uh, it's Acting like a, out for attention. It's there. almost like a fashion thing, like yeah. a fad or something. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Cause, uh, like all of a sudden certain people thought they were gay and then they found out they're not, but they tried, you know, it's like, man, if you got to try and it doesn't come natural, I would guess that it would be not right to begin with. I mean, I know when I was in school, I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but like I, I was, I thought I was asexual. Like I, I just wasn't really interested. I wasn't willing to put the effort out for girls, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't attracted to guys, but there was just no, it was like that, you know, like that drive that most, most uh, boys have. And if a counselor would have came to me at that point, and started talking to me like, well, maybe you don't like girls, you know, maybe well, you're, you wouldn't want that. that Dude, like that's going to try to promote the I'm, negative. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, I'm very, the guys who have been involved with women, when they look back to those days when they were carefree and have no problems with women, no, you know, like, you know, we're, we're worried when we're kids, we're worried about sports. Mm-hmm. How am I doing in sports? They were free. That was the freest time of your life. Cause you didn't care about whether you got a woman or not. Cause mm-hmm. you were into your own stuff. And that's where I think that most people, you know, like I said, right now, let me just say this. Breaking, HSS whistleblower Tara Lee Rhodes testified that the U.S. government is working as the middleman in a massive child trafficking yep. operation. Yeah, I already saw the that. The kids in cages crowd is awfully quiet. We are not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in <clears throat> modern-day slavery with wicked overlords. The United States government has become a middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off the child's, the lives of children. Ms. Rodas, you got to look it up. She's testifying in in the house right now. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome if they could get that taken care mm-hmm. of. I mean, well, well, I think that's one of the big explosions that's coming up, but also supposedly, because... Um, one, I think it is, let's see, the 20, 28th, I think it is. Yeah, Friday's supposed to be a big day. And then um, I think it is May 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 27th or something like that. Or was it June? Yeah, either way. But it's these next three months are going to be the really hard ones to get past. For economics, because everything, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. is going to be happening. Well, yeah. we're hearing we're hearing that the United States by July first, their digital currency is online. So I'm curious if they're going to try and funnel our economy to go that route. Oh yes, I'm the, convinced. What we're going to do is we're going to leave the Federal Reserve note, and it'll be the best thing we ever do to get rid of the central banking system. Well, you don't have a central bank; you have the bank of the country itself. Not to but, someone else. Yeah, I don't what, know. What state? What state just passed? Was Alabama or Indiana that has now allowing you to pay your bills and pay things in gold now? One know. of those states just passed it and is allowing uh, you to to do commerce with gold now. Well, they're going to have to because it's considered to be the only real money. Everything else, when you think about it, what it says on the folding 
paper we have is, do you remember what it says? For paying debts, of private and public, public and public, it's legal tender. That makes it worthless. That makes it no Just a good. Paper, yeah, it's legal. It's an IOU. Legal's inferior. It's it's a it's a belief. In fact, that's what government is. Government itself is its own religion. It requires belief in it to exist. So you can always tell whether something's really true or not as to whether it requires your belief in it to exist. If if you didn't yep. believe in government, it wouldn't be there. Oh, I agree. That This is why I believe, I was telling Hollywood here about Bitcoin. It's the belief in Bitcoin is that's making it big. It's because people believe in it. If they didn't, mm-hmm. it would be like all the other uh, digital currency would just been gone. But well, there's enough people that believe in that currency. There's to more to it, up. too. XRP is also okay. Yeah. All right, what's next, Hollywood? Bitcoin is the big middle finger to the government and the man. It's more It's more than just the technology and all that stuff. It's actually a statement that you're making with your dollars. It's, it's way well, bigger than yeah, just that. Yeah, you because have, you have greater faith in the value of the, of the Bitcoin than you do the dollar. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, and it, and it represents freedom, decentralization, non-government, no middleman, uh, no bankers. What's that? Anonymity. Not as much anymore, but yeah, it did in the past. They, but, make you get, um, they make you get basically credentials now to buy Bitcoin. So you got to fill in your email. That's ridiculous. See, that just keeps it in the government system then. I can the whole st- point is to be out of it. I can still trade with you yeah. or you uh, anonymously. Right. Right. We can trade Bitcoin back and forth anonymously. But if I want to cash out at a bank and get money, you know, of my Bitcoin, they got to know it's called know your customer. Uh, and that's actually I think it's mandated by the government, uh, SEC and all that stuff. Well, well see, that's where yeah, I'm, that's I'm, a criminal enterprise running the show. <laughs> but just to keep it short, just to remind mm-hmm. you, when we learned last week, when I brought up that in the 19, uh, was it uh, Roosevelt, the second Roosevelt? Uh, 30 days after he was inaugurated as president, he took gold out of everybody's hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, we talked Franklin about that. Delano Roosevelt. Yeah. So we know why can't they do it with Bit? Why can't they do it with anything else? They can do the same thing. You know, and and we might say no. Well, but I yeah. guarantee you, they can. No, they can turn you off. They they can restrict your access, like through yes. the bank. That mm. that choke point we were talking about in that one somewhere, episode. Somewhere where they can choke the, it up. The choke point's at the bank. Mm. That's where you get your cash. You know, like if you want to sell your Bitcoin, unless you want to pay me cash for it, which mm-hmm. that's going to be the future. Yeah. Because like you said, I I wouldn't doubt it if they they already do it. It's a choke point 1.0 and now it's 2.0. Well, they did it to Canada. We know that the trucker movement right. over there. We talked about that. And, they shut down everybody's And now accounts. what's so funny, you have the Hold Canadian Let me give a prime shout minister. Out. Oh, go ahead. Of Canada, who's trying to gaslight everybody now by saying that he never mandated the country to get the vaccine. Yeah. And after that, you Shout see out. all these videos being popped out. It goes, how is it that in modern era you're going to... Well, why? People forget. No, oh, man, he, the mandate, they they tried to make it mandatory. Hell yeah, they did. They did make it mandatory for some places. Do you hear that the state of New York is having to bring back all their employees? In, in well, fact, that they even recommend it almost makes it mandatory the way government is dude, because everybody follows the recommendations. What was our president or Joe Biden saying when the hurricane was coming to Florida? Make sure you get your vaccination. You're like, dude, yeah. 
about telling your citizens to go hide and get some get be safe? Well, how about you knew something was wrong when you had to have uh, them bribe you? Oh, a free meal, <laughs> uh, donuts and coffee, and even a free stripper show. All kinds oh, yeah. of we, stuff. Just we, to, uh, I uh, prostitute. You get thirty minutes yeah. in Europe. If yeah. you get the jab, yeah, yeah, but the most anything was all these powerless people all of a sudden had power. You mm. had flight attendants, you had places, you had security guards, and we make fun of them as rent cops. Now you don't have that mask, and you can't. All of a sudden, they had authority, mm-hmm. and they were just waiting to give that authority mm-hmm. out there. And they thought they were saving the world. They didn't. The, yeah, the people that shouldn't I, have a badge wearing them. You know? I think some people really did think they were. Like, I, I don't think they were just looking for power. I mean, I'm sure everybody loves power, telling people what to do. But they literally thought that, like, we're saving people. Okay. And you're risking people. Like, so So wow. what makes you think, why are still people wearing masks? They still sit, think the same thing. So, right? Yeah. Because I go to class, and there's this one lady still wears a medical mask, still cleans the table, like, nice. freaking regardless. <laughs> you're just looking at her going, Seriously? Seriously. It's got to be miserable. No, oh. I mean, she thinks she's being virtuous. She's being virtuous. Is she nice or is she all? Well, she's a nice person. Oh, okay. But well, maybe remember, she's, not she's one step ahead of us. You know, she's going to think, look, I'm more virtuous. I'm cleaning everything. You're like, okay. You know, we, we've yeah. seen the proof. It doesn't spread on the on, on surface. <laughs> it's all it, stupid. It, yeah. Well, it's straight evil, dude. Incarnate. No, and then you what's know? so funny, <laughs> our, our buddy Eddie Bravo. He kept on saying that there was never uh, uh, COVID. There was never nothing like that going out. It was just all made up. Well. Okay, what's next? There is a lot of that. Um, what do you guys, do you want to get into the Tucker real quick? Let's get, find out. We'll get out of that. I lost my uh, transition. Let me get back to it. <laughs> what happened? There's a lot of speculations out there on um, what happened to Tucker, but uh, and we will discuss them right after this. This is from the Heritage Foundation. This I think this weekend or last last weekend maybe. This is him speaking to uh, I think it's yeah their 50 year anniversary. The Heritage Foundation is that it's like a conservative think, a tank, think tank type thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I thought destruction for its own sake. Hey, let's tear it down. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. So if you want to assess, and I'll put it in non, and I'll stop with this, I'll put it in non, I'll put it in non-political, or non, rather non-specific theological terms, and just say, if you want to know what's evil and what's good, what are the characteristics of those? And by the way, you know, I, I think the Athenians would have agreed with this. This is not necessarily just a Christian notion, this is kind of a, I would say, widely agreed upon understanding of good and evil. What are its products? What do these two conditions produce? Well, I mean, good is characterized by order, calmness, tranquility, peace, whatever you want to call it, lack of conflict, cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's true. It is. And evil is characterized by their opposites. Violence, hate, disorder, division, disorganization, and filth. So if 
You are all in on the things that produce the latter basket of outcomes. What you're really advocating for is evil. That's just true. I'm not calling for religious war, far from it. I'm merely calling for an acknowledgement of what we're watching, which is not. Dude, have we not been saying that? That's Dude, basically that's, our show. That's all we've been saying. That's our show. Mm-hmm. And I, I found it very, this, anyone, if, if you, I don't know if people can handle Tucker, but that, this Heritage Foundation uh, is well worth the listen. Mm-hmm. It's really a good uh, I, I'm hearing stories that that's the reason why he was taken off the air, because Murdoch doesn't believe in this stuff, and he's been having conversations. Now, my question is coming up. Mm-hmm. I've asked you this, or I've told you this. For the first time in a long time, I'm thinking voting Democrat. Mm. <laughs> because of Robert F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Now, no. <laughs> my question is, do you think he's going to get killed? Because he's talking about, if he gets elected, that he's going to ban uh, pharmaceutical companies from from um, sponsoring any media. Mm-hmm. That's big money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what his dad and his uncle got murdered I think for. you're putting the horse... Way before the cart, uh, because the DNC will never allow him to get anywhere near like anything. They so, won't even let him run again because he'll he'll kill you know, the, the, he'll kill. Uh, yeah. I mean, he'll at least diminish. You know, I no, mean, I don't know about kill, but him. but uh, you know that eighty-one million record vote will be less for sure. <laughs> you know, because there. But I, I just I've seen how the the RNC, the Republican National Committee, treated. Uh, Ron Paul back in the day, well, and don't, and I, don't forget BlackRock owns Fox. Fox, yeah, we were talking about Dude, that. Dude, I just I just read an article about that too. They own uh-huh. a lot of things. Fox and Budweiser. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so they're going to suffer some consequences. Yeah, but we talked about this before the show too, and this is my theory on that one: is that through ESG, we we've talked about environmental, social governance stuff, which is the trans crap. BlackRock says to Fox, you have to put this ESG, you know, Budweiser, let's just promote use that it. one. Is you got to you got to promote this. And and Budweiser's like, "Why would we do that? We're going to take a stock hit." BlackRock goes, "It doesn't matter. You promote it, we'll we'll compensate you for your stock loss." So, and I've noticed Budweiser it was 10%, Fox News it's now 10%. And those numbers are pretty interesting because that would be something I could see BlackRock easily, uh, like, you know, through stock buying, they're able to actually offset that, you know, that detriment right. that they, they willingly took, like dummies. And we're all going, why would they do that? Well, you know, if, if BlackRock's promising them that we'll make you whole. <laughs> well, you just heard the CEO. You know? The CEO of BlackRock openly said, to change society, Uh-oh. you have to force the changes. And they are going to force the changes. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, mm-hmm. my question comes out to be is that they're basically, we know that the ESG score is about loans, about getting access to money. But now you're finding this one group that is changing this. And from what I've heard, BlackRock is a bunch of these MFers that caused the housing crash in 2008. Mm-hmm. They just renamed themselves as BlackRock. Yep. And that's just how what they're doing because they lost their shirts in in the housing market. They caused the crashes. 
They were the they ones giving they ended all up these... making money on it, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got bailed out. We didn't get bailed out. No, they did. Yeah, we don't forget that, Mister Government. You know, we don't forget how you guys helped out the well, bankers, but, and but, not not the people. Just here, recently, a, another thought, though, at least with Tucker, to me, mm, and this is what I want to talk about. Yeah, he's one that I've been watching, and you know, I record his show. Yeah, and I'd watch it later. Yeah, you know, at my convenience. But a lot of the times here in the last few weeks, he was doing shows, and I think, you know what, boy, you're going to get fired for that. Ooh. Eventually, it's going to see. Be, I don't watch him enough. Yeah, but- it's going to be it's going to be bad for you. And sure enough, however, but what he was doing is he's getting known as the guy that's telling the truth. So in this war of the media. He's going to look like the king, being the truth teller to mm-hmm. all those that wouldn't. Guess what? That puts him on the springboard for president. Yes. Yeah, I've heard this. He's likely to get, I think, into a positive number to where people could recommend him for president. That might be backwards because it might be people that don't actually want Trump to win. Just mm. let's divide the votes so much mm-hmm. so that whoever else they got to win would win. Well, I don't so know if you just it's, saw. It's all manipulated. Just an hour ago, the proof to put that is, uh, Tucker's came out with a statement. I don't know if you got to see it. No, but, I was uh, at home an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, so he just came out with this, and it took 30 minutes for him to be on Twitter, on YouTube, Everything. 30 minutes. Mm. And everybody was tagging and retweeting his statement. So now my question is, you're right. I mean, everybody, we've seen the stock of Fox News just tank. And I've already heard their Monday night, Monday morning show, their Monday evening, the 8 o'clock slot tanked. No one watches that Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, But the, but the, you know, but... What's, do you have a theory on why he got kicked? I'm, I'm I, curious about he. You told me because I think you're speaking of Pfizer and and the he was starting to get into the connection with yes all yeah. the drug companies uh-huh. making all the money and how they sold out and all with the, the media the, companies and and the talking heads as well going mm-hmm. along with it. He named yep. them too because so. I've heard that was yeah. you know you, we we saw James O'Keefe get he got basically canned from his own company. They literally removed yeah, him from happened? his own company. And what happened after he did that? And it, well, what? Why? Oh, why did he? Well, why did he get removed? That he was talking shit about Pfizer. No, 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 gated no. Community because they got people protesting at his house all the time. Nice. <laughs> I, I read where his wife just really hates That's so it pathetic. And, yeah. What the? Well, what happened with no, no? What happened with with Project Veritas mm-hmm. is the dumbass became a nonprofit. And when he became a nonprofit, then he has to have a board mm-hmm. because he has to tell what happens. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about these guys who do a lot of work for the for the people, they tell you the first thing: do not mark, do not register as a nonprofit, yeah. because then that's when these snakes come but in. I, but and, like, let's, and now, let's let's go to why though. What do you mean why? Why did he get kicked from his company? Well, because you had one of the donors. No, didn't you read the news? No, dude. What did he just cover right before oh, no, he yeah, got kicked yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what I'm talking that. about. Well, we well, know fill the, the guy, people in. Oh, no. I don't know if the people know. Yeah, okay, it's but, cause and effect. Yeah, but yeah. who 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 was the plan? We know that the CIA okay. or the chip have. Do the I plan. need to say it then? What he was undercover 
on the Pfizer executive. Yes. The, that weekend, he was gone after that. Wow. It came out Friday. Well, his the board was- The board removed him Sunday. <laughs> it was well, like, well, whoa. Well, his and then name- now, and now F- Tucker... I'm his, like, Whoa, his geez. name, his name, that guy who was happened in the uh, Project Veritas, he was named his Twitter channel. People were going after yeah, him. Yeah, the board members. And yeah. they lost everything. Yeah. No one watches that channel. They're not making any money anymore. No one's donating. And the don- people who have donated were asking for refunds back. Mm-hmm. And then the O'Keefe Media Company whoop, mm-hmm. is big. And he's breaking the news still about going up to who registered for rope. Now, what I think about Tucker is two things. He's a big name, like Tony said. The biggest. What do you think? He starts a news network? He heads a news network? He could go to OAN. Yeah. Go anywhere he wants. But he didn't have to go with nobody. He could start no, his I own know, thing. I know. But you know what? It's easier to go with something that's already started. You're not going to, for how much extra work you're going to get starting your own. True. It True. really isn't worth it. I've been there, done that. It's. I, I've heard the blaze. I've heard the blaze. Uh, Glenn Beck Oof. has offered him a boatload of money. Don't do that, Tucker. Do not go to the blaze. You're going to Alex get... Stein's over there. I I don't know. They're controlled. I never go to the blaze. What is the blaze? They're controlled opposition His media company, just His like channel. Fox. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. It's... And. Yeah, I, I I used to follow him because of uh, Stephen Crowder, and then when Stephen Crowder got, I was like, that's yeah, I probably know. why I don't go there because I I don't think it's any good. Then yeah, oh. I, I don't trust them. I don't trust the Daily Wire with those guys, and they're supposed to be the conservative voice, you know. The only yeah. voice I think they have right now is Jason Whitlock, and that's the only guy I like on that whole channel. I, the, I, he's I, cool. Who he's is a cool that? Dude. I remember that name. Yeah, Jason Whitlock's cool people, man. Did BuzzFeed collapse yet? Yes, yes. they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Dude, so what? And then NBC gave him a, a bunch of money. Triumphant sound or something. So you, okay, so my, I think my, the theory that obviously I'm prescribing to is that you touch the Pfizer button and this is what happens. That's what I think. I don't even know if he actually ever said the P word. Well, I don't it, think he it, even did. I think he was just insinuating about the pharmaceuticals and the media and the. You don't think that? I mean, well, you, he watched it. I don't know. Yeah, but Murdoch did say that that's the that's the beast that feeds him. Mm-hmm. Anybody would talk about. He says that he makes eighty percent of his money yep. through Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this it just gets me back. And I don't know if I'm confirmation biasing myself, but it gets me back to that Borloff guy, which is the Pfizer CEO. Remember that guy? And he and I need to get the clip, make it an evergreen here for us. Seems like I'm bringing it up a lot. But he talked about during COVID, he would have weekly meetings with the CIA to discuss misinformation and disinformation. Yeah. I mean, he said it right on video and you're like, what? And it's deemed national security. Who was the who was the gentleman that that, that started the Russian Gate? Who did all the investigation? What was his name? He's an FBI agent. Remember um, Mueller? Mueller. Remember they used to say that he used to have an office in Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was Mueller? Was it Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Because they were, or maybe Facebook, but he was or Google. Inter- who was? No, no. It was Twitter <laughs> because he, uh, they were interviewing yeah. one of them, and he sh- he just popped his head because hey, I just want to say I'm here. Yeah, and they're like, what? And that's when we found out that yeah. the FBI had an office at Twitter. No, so you're getting mixed up with. There was an FBI agent at Twitter 
You, I thought you, it was during that. This he, was even. This was like three, four years, five years ago, right? The, yeah. This wasn't yeah. the recent one. Yeah. I, I want to say. I want to say it was Facebook or Google. I can't remember. It wasn't Google because wasn't Google? It, it was one of the CEOs of those two companies that was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And he just pops his hand like it's just like, oh, hey, guys, I'm here. Yep. All right. What's next? Well, I mean, uh, man. So do you guys trust Tucker? I do no. not. Mm. Put it this way. I would not I would not vote for him as a president. Mm. He has been a gatekeeper. Yeah. For too long. So I hold that against them basically yep. and can't really trust somebody that was willing to do that. That's compromising integrity to me. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that he wasn't very comfortable being in front of the camera, that he calls him he considers himself more of a writer. Mm. Well, and, I don't know. That's what he what I've heard. You know, when they we talked about it on the show when they came they, they gave him forty thousand hours of the January sixth footage. And all we got out of it was the same freaking footage that we've seen over and over again. There was no new footage that he put out, Tucker. It was all the same crap that we've seen. Cops leading people around, letting people. We already knew this, Tucker. I want I want the Ray Epps stuff. I want the, the uh, what's that guy, Jaden X, the, the, the Olympic uh, speed skater guy that was right next to Ashley Babbitt when that happened. And that he somehow ran past the... Uh, the SWAT team that was running up the stairs, he ran right past him and they didn't even glance at him. Yeah, like he's part of the crew. They exactly. knew him. They were expecting him to come down. You know, uh, this is the, the footage. This is the stuff that I wanted to see and we didn't see any of it. But you know what? It's like, it, it's to me, what's complex or per- perplexed to me is that we're watching 007 movies that were supposed to be all spies and behind the scene now openly working in front of us. And with no no suspicion at all. Now, Tony, you've been around a little bit longer than us. Well, is that something that you've seen before? Yeah. Wow. But don't forget, Fox is controlled opposition. There's a bunch 100%. that are controlled opposition. Yep. Everything. I think basically it all is. Except, except us. Good Time Culture yes, Podcast. Yeah. We're us. free. Although we're having to control ourselves with the F word, apparently. Now, I'm just going to start calling it the F word. <laughs> And you know my feeling about Spotify, F Spotify. They were the first ones. Remember, they they warned us. You know, as I'm clicking the post button, mm-hmm. is like, um, you know, it basically went through all the the taboo subjects. You know, saying, "Hey, you're not talking about any of this, are you?" And that was a year ago. This is so sad that it's Gosh. gotten to where a company has to ask you what you're talking about, and they're going to censor you whether you could be on or not. I mean, I think that's just the height of absurdity, you know? Yeah. Uh. And, and I, I think we got attacked. I'm telling Hollywood, he doesn't believe me, but I think we had to share about 500 listeners a show. And we were, we were, uh, that number was, keeps Hollywood, going up. Hollywood was noticing why well, round it up. I, I, I round everything up. round up a couple hundred. Okay. But Hollywood was noticing that someone <laughs> mysteriously was going through our catalog. I'm just saying. Yeah. From Virginia. No mm. less. I think it was we the, all know what's in. I think uh, it, yes. I think <laughs> yeah. it was the alt right Mongolians that were going through mm. our stuff. Do they wanted to get up on there? Hey, Mongolian! <laughs> you break down my city wall last time. <laughs> oh man! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go over here. That was.
Bulls. We're, we're tippy toeing over here. Would you guys like to uh, stick your head out of the bushes in Culture War or in Weird News? What sounds more fun? They both to you? sound like Weird News, Culture and. Yeah, well, Culture War is happening, unfortunately. Uh. It's hard to laugh at the culture war these days, too, which is a spiritual war, I might uh, yeah, remind one, everybody. Some of them are, are uh, did I ever send you the one with the, uh, um, let's see, it was uh, going to war with China? I think so, yeah. Uh, about the generals, or? No, it oh. was uh, the, the missiles and... Is a humorous thing. Oh, no. No, no. Huh. Yeah. Same with uh, Fire fire the Missiles, I think is what it was called. Hmm. If you do a search, you can do a search like Fire the Missiles. Hmm. It'll, it'll probably come up. I'll look it up here. Um, I don't know it's how... It's a cartoon, but it's funny. I don't know how interesting it is, but we have been exploring... Uh, communism and it breaking the family up uh and kind of how far back it goes you know how far back how, is you mean this Mao going? china you mean, I mean stalin russia and specifically like the culture though like the culture that we have here when did it kind of start you know and i you know i got feminism up here feminism definitely was a i kind think of it was just the women's salvo. suffrage movement which was feminism, right? Uh, no, well, was it was disguised. No, no, it was, was disguised. Different. It was disguised as something else. That's why they took away the alcohol away from us. Yeah, was that the was the movement. women's Christian temperance movement. Temperance huh. movement. There you go. So the women's Christian temperance movement. They got every women to believe that. Oh, you know, we got to stop alcohol because that's what's causing your life to be horrible. Boyfriends and husbands beat women up after drinking and on and on. Yep. So they got everybody with this anti-alcohol thing, and it was put in papers everywhere. There you go. And there was no internet at the time, no television. Yep. There was radio, but they had it on radio and newspaper ads. Propaganda. So then what, what actually ended up happening was they got so much out there, the voters, they started getting into thinking that, oh, no, we'll, we'll have somebody vote for, uh, by the way, this was... Um, a so-called religious thing, because hmm. who were the biggest, who were the biggest contributors to it, to the women's Christian temperance movement? Christians, wasn't the alcohol no. people the beer companies? Alcohol companies, yeah, they were like shake down like Black Lives Matter. They were shaking companies. down. They were shaking down. You know, to they were pushing to get this thing through, and then what happened was they found that the. The uh, cost mm -hmm. that was going to be saved or whatever with, they didn't even think about lung cancer or anything back then that way. But the, the money that was going to be saved was really not going to be very significant. But what they were really doing was they said, hey, who's the biggest other contributors for, for keeping marijuana illegal that was back in the day too they had them they called them what did they call them um uh freedom sticks no no oh no 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 i'm talking about 
beatniks. They called them beatniks oh, yeah, back yeah. in the day. They were you know, so the women's suffrage was that the the right the, to vote. The, can't, the they no would, that suffrage was the right to vote. The temperance movement was to get rid of alcohol. Gotcha. That sounds like a psyop. Like the government basically was. put put these women up because there's there's stories. Carlin talked about it on the Hardcore History Show where in the World War One or two, I can't remember which one, but basically they had ladies like cute ladies going around to bars to basically hassle dudes to go to war because mm-hmm. dudes were like, I don't want to go to war. Dude, the other <laughs> thing, so I they heard- would literally employ hot chicks to go around and like guilt trip dudes to oh, go yeah. to war. Dude, what about <laughs> right about during the, the Tsitsiki Airmen when they're doing syphilis? They're trying to track. I was hearing this on the Eddie Bravo show. They're trying to see how they can spread diseases. Mm-hmm. Okay? So they would send these prostitutes into bars mm-hmm. who were infected with whatever, you know, gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. And they would then let the guys pick up on them. They'd take them out, have sex with them, and then follow the guys. And then the guys never got gonorrhea. Never got it because that's not how it was spread. And it got so bad that they even started injecting that stuff into animals to see how they got, they would spread. Like the horses, I think, because the horse is supposed to have like lungs like us. Mm-hmm. And so they tried to test it like that and they never were able to, because this was during the Spanish flu. They were trying to figure out how to spread and they couldn't spread it that way by human to human. It wasn't, that's not how it was being spread. Well, here was the other side to it. The, the women's Christian here, temperance movement was also to stop all alcohol so that gasoline could become the motor fuel of the day. And not that, alcohol. Was the, that was the missing piece. That's good, what Tony. it was. That's what it was. This. Yep. That's what it was. Because at that time, no one they only used gasoline for like taking out stains and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Ethanol That's was right. ethanol right. was nationwide you could basically go from the east coast to the west coast stopping at farms filling up ethanol on your car yeah they did that, that was, all the I time heard, back yep. then yeah i yep. heard tony that was the real reason mm-hmm. why that prohibition christian grip yeah have because of yep. that i agree yep. yeah you know they they wanted to control the you know the routes maybe but i, I think that was all bullshit too i mean is that I wonder who it'd be an interesting study. To, there's got to be someone that wrote a book or something on that. Where, like, who was behind the scenes on all that? You know what I mean? Because it there had well, to been some corporations pushing I, stuff. I, you know, like I tell you what, when I, I, Rockefellers. I, I I know this has been a really big problem with um, Standard Oil. Mm-hmm. They there tried to make fun of people for trying to go to biodiesel in boats. And they kept telling people how horribly expensive it would be and, mm. and you know, you'd risk your engine and all that sort of thing. Well, turns out it only cost $16 because you just had to replace the fuel line with, with Coast Guard A-line that won't get eaten up by it because Mm-hmm. Biodiesel is a solvent, so it wants to dissolve stuff. So rubber, it will just dissolve. It has to be a special silicone kind of thing. So anyway, but the bottom line is, if you run 20% biodiesel with the regular petroleum diesel, your emissions drop 50%. That's that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's well, huge. And then it smells kind of like a cross between donuts and french fries because most of the huh. most of the biodiesel, they get the used vegetable fryer oil out mm-hmm. of french fry machines and 
and donut mm-hmm. frying machines, when it burns, it actually smells yeah. kind of like that. So. I used to have a coworker who has a veg, uh, veg or what a uh, cooking oil burning diesel truck. Nice. Huh. And um, you go behind him. I've been behind him on my motorcycle, and it smells like French fries. Yes, <laughs> nice. it smells so good. You're like, dude, this smells good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, this um, it also burns very clean in the combustion chamber, so that the maintenance is lower. No carbon buildup. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so well, much good about it. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know, Tony, but it was a high school teacher in Nordoff who started getting this movement going up in uh, I don't believe in the mid '90s, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember. It was a, a science teacher up there. They got a Mercedes Benz and proved everybody this technology works. And then I know maybe, the guy. Yeah, I know him. Yes, yes. Uh, it was kind of a tan Mercedes. Yes, yes. And uh, he is a good guy. And I know he got the stuff going uh, at Port of Wainimi. They're doing all their boats, the Navy, everything. This guy's a sharp dude. It. Yeah, very sharp guy. And he was yeah. just a science teacher at a high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to culture. That was a tangent, guys. Good one. He just got excited because mm-hmm. then he talked about Standard Oil, and that becomes uh, around these parts. Hey, well, a yeah, but, people- <laughs> but see, the the thing was, is how come Standard Oil was trying to put the press on everybody that not to try biodiesel? Yeah. Okay. Well, why would you do that? And well, oh, because it's actually better for your boat. Don't want to <laughs> have people find that out. Yeah. Well, it's free. Practically free no, too. It's, well, no, I mean no, it's it's uh, it's refuse. That, well, no, that I mean they but they, they don't. They actually have to have a truck go collect it, pump it out, take well, it, I process mean, it, and stuff. So it yeah, sure, takes money. You, you don't know. you don't need a refinery and like tankers and oh no no no. You know it's what not I mean? That like big of a deal. Like no. like it's literally on the farm. It's shit that your pigs aren't even wanting to eat, and you just you know. Ferment that up, and you got some. Well, it takes a little more than that, but all right. What's next? Okay, guys, are you good? Back? Are we? Are we? You guys good? I got excited. Jeez, come on! So I'm trying to Hollywood. keep I'm keep you, this dude. show exciting, kind of uh, in exciting a, topic in a direction here. We were Sometimes, we were man. we were supposed to be discussing when this this uh, anti family uh, culture started, and. Uh, this lady's been kind of making her rounds here. I noticed on YouTube, uh, Camille Paglia, and she's got a bunch of videos. These are six-year-old videos with four million views. By the way, she was talking about uh, cultural cultural collapse due to transgender mania, and this was yep, six years ago. It. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> transgender mania. Uh, <laughs> hey, but this ain't the first time. What? What? Didn't don't they have pictures of our that Roosevelt guy when mm-hmm. he was a little kid? It, it was like a thing in the early late 1800s yeah, to dress but, your little boys like girls. Yeah, but see, I think it would be very manic to try to get people to do these changes. But what car did you drive two years ago, George? Same one. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Why is that? You guys. I don't know if this is good or not. I don't know if I had it queued right, up in the right spot here. There is something weird, despite that, about the transgender question. Right, there is something going on that's beyond the very the, the sort of liberation of fluidity. 
something else seems to have happened where many young people in this country now, there's a percentage increase in the number registering for clinical interventions on uh, transgender questions has increased enormously. There's a certain fashion in schools oh, of some sort. And it's a nerve-wracking business. If you're going to get no platformed in this country at university, you know, Germaine Greer-like, regardless of what one thinks of Germaine Greer, the point is you only right, have get to, to it, lady. touch Jeez. on this question. Ian McKe- That's not even the, the lady. This is the lady. are dissatisfied with the limitations of your present gender definition, uh, that there is a, 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 this enormous mechanism waiting to alter your body, um, to, to, to halt puberty, to slow your puberty down. To, um, uh, uh, people, uh, all very well-meaning and very sympathetic, are there to, to provide um, uh, a surgical uh, intervention into, and, and potential uh, you know, permanent changes in your body with which there's no going back. Okay? I, I, for me, um, you know, a, 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 trans, a, a, a sex change operation um, opens one door but closes many others. Right? So I, 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 I personally believe that um, anyone who, um, who, uh, who, who collaborates in, a, in a, an intrusion into a developing child's body and mind is guilty of child abuse, a crime against humanity, okay? because that child is not mm-hmm. prepared to make such a decision, okay, I, I, I think that such such decisions about sex reassignment like surgery that. must wait um, when one attains a majority, which would be it seems to me a minimum of, of age eighteen. Uh, I'm I'm very concerned with this because I think that um, six years it's ago fashion, okay, uh, that that uh, uh, that uh, the transgender uh, definition has become a kind of convenient label for young people who may simply feel alienated, okay, culturally mm-hmm. for many other reasons, okay, so that in the 1950s they might have become a beatnik, in the 1960s they might have become a hippie and taken uh, you know, mind-expanding drugs, okay, and so today you're encouraged to think that your alienation is because uh, you are not uh, totally defined, you know, uh, identifying with the, your particular inherited gender definition. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very concerned about this. I think that a lot of it, uh, I think that they... mm. and, and I, if I may say this, mm-hmm. last week, if the audience knows, I got really upset at one of my videos that was removed, was the sound was taken off. And it was a testimony of, of a detransitioner. And when we finished speaking about this, I went back to my feeds, and there was a lot of people commenting that a lot of the detransitioners, these same people that had the operation done six years ago, seven years ago, these ladies are speaking about, are now testifying that they ruined their lives. Absolutely, yes. And now they're re- just like the, the anti-COVID and they weren't old be, enough to make that kind of a decision. No, but exactly how it, the the all the COVID conversation was being uh, de, being deplatformed or being removed, the media company are doing the same thing to the detraction transitioners. So they're not allowing an open debate to be spoken about about the victims of this. They're not, and this is now starting to become very suspicious now mm-hmm. because these hospitals are making a lot of money off these operations. How much is the average? Do you remember? No, what was it? $10 million. So all this money that they lost during the COVID, remember those three years, they lost money. This is how they're going to make their money back. 
There's there's so many statistics, you know, and pe- people aren't going to be convinced of that or whatever, but, you know, they talk about the, I think it's 80% uh, end up having complications through their lives. I want to say it's it's a crazy amount still have suicidal problems. Yeah, suicidal yes. thoughts and all that stuff, even after their transition. You see that mom from Chad, that poor Chad person who who transgender, um, he doesn't want to. He was supposed to be a, a boy who liked to, who became a girl and now is dating a girl. That's what he's attracted to. And the mom has an argument with this. this he's 23 years old. Mm. That he won't put this, I guess they made a vagina in him, and he's got to put this tool in there so it won't close. And he won't do it. So his mom has had has had to go in there and force this guy to put it or this person to put it in her, and she doesn't want it. It's probably mm. awful feeling. And oh the mom is like, "What do you mean? If you don't do it, there's a video about her. And she's she's queen bee at the table telling her friends that if he doesn't do it, I'm afraid of it. he's 23 years old. You know what? It sounds like the mom's got head problems. Dude, the Dang. mom likes to be ahead of that table. That everyone's listening to her stupidity. Yeah. What's that? Um, Munch Munchausen. What's uh, Munchausen syndrome? Munch, what's that? Munch how? There it is. This is fascinating, right? Uh, yeah, Munchausen syndrome is a rare psychological and behavioral condition in which somebody fabricates or induces symptoms of illness in themselves, but what I've also heard, or in their kids, isn't that the? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking yeah. of the same syndrome? What's the syndrome where the the mom will basically hold the kid down and not let them flourish, not let them go live their lives. They keep like, well, that's the, that's the old helicopter moms. And after we've always heard about yeah. that, they it's wouldn't even let something. their kids do a, a college interview. They'd be there with their kids or they're there with, at their first yeah. jobs. You can that helicopter mom thing. It's like, you know, you know, I noticed it as I got older when I was a kid, we all rode bicycles to school and walked or whatever. Nowadays, oh, mom and dad take you in the car. I hardly see kids walking to school. Tony, remember yeah. when our parents would say, go, come back at lunchtime and eat something and then go. I wasn't home. I never got kidnapped. I never, nothing happened oh, me to either. me. No, me either. No, none of us. Yeah. No. And now you, you won't even let your kids out of your yard. Yeah, because you're afraid somebody's going to take them or something. It's bizarre. Bizarre. So this, uh, what you're supposed to say is Munchausen syndrome by proxy. That's what we're trying yeah, to get at with proxy, the. Yeah. So it says the caretaker. So it's a mental blah blah blah. The caretaker of a child, most often a mother, either makes up fake symptoms or causes real symptoms to make it look like their child is sick. And the mm-hmm. fascinating thing with this one, you guys, there's a story to this. Uh, I think when they made this, I don't know if they made the syndrome after the actual family that the study came from, but the mom basically held the kid back. I think even like to the point of uh, making her wear crutches and all these weird things. And she came, the kid left, came back and killed her mom. Like, cause their mom would not like the the resentment could be outrageous. Yeah. That Chad kid, that was what the mom saying. She's, I don't even sure if I'm going to leave him, let him go to college. He was twenty. He's already twenty three years old. There you go. And she's saying, "I'm not even let him because I'm, I'm afraid that he's not going to follow these medical." Pre- there you it's go. It's her status. Yep. And, it's really and, uh, sad. 
No, and, and we've seen this through our whole life, dude, where these moms are just... And there's dads like that, too. I mean, you have that on the opposite, where they're going to play sports, they're going to do this. They're basically living their childhood through their kids mm-hmm. or their failed childhood. Yep. yep. Oh, it's a mess, man. I'm, you know, uh, one of the clips I was going to play was Jordan Peterson on oh, Rogan talking about uh, women's studies in college and it's uh it's pretty fascinating you know I, I hate to keep bashing on women here but you know adam I, and eve guys adam and eve i have uh <laughs> there's there's a lot of women coming out that they're saying that women shouldn't vote women out of their own mouth yeah, there is some badass uh trad ladies out there dude <laughs> that girl pearl something like that a little thing she came out and said i don't think women should vote yeah, she's always been that way, though. Uh, she's pearly thought like things. This. Or she's always thought like that. She's had that's been her yeah. thought. I do like her thought process. She was on uh, Jesse Lee Peterson's show. Uh, I he interviewed seen that her. Episode. It was pretty good. He, uh, they actually get along, obviously, because she's, you know, she's very, very traditional. And um, anyway, uh, let me know if this is boring, guys. Just go online and look at a dozen women's studies websites. Just read them. You can see what they say. They produce political activists and their uh, goal is to restructure the patriarchy. Well, what's the patriarchy? Well, the patriarchy is Western civilization. And what does restructure mean? That's easy. It means tear it down and destroy it. Why? Because it's a brutish system that's predicated on nothing but oppression. It's nothing but a tyranny in in the eyes of the of the radical women's studies types. Heterosexuality, that's a tyranny. Capitalism, that's a tyranny. Democracy, well, that doesn't even exist. And even if it did, it would be a tyranny. Everything's a tyranny. Yeah. And so you can ask these, and, and what would they replace it with? they replace it with their own ideological utopia. Well, we've already had 100 years of that. We saw what happened. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. That wasn't real Marxism. That's what the bloody Marxists always say. That wasn't real Marxism. It's like, oh, how many millions of people have to die before you're convinced that it's real Marxism? And I know what they mean by that, too. They mean, hey, if I was the Marxist dictator, things would have gone a lot better. It's like, uh, you should think again, sunshine. If you were the Marxist dictator, things (laughs) wouldn't have gone a lot better. So, and if you're the sort of person that thinks that if you would have been in control, things would have gone a lot better, then you're exactly the sort of person who should never be in control. So, and it's resentment. It's horrible resentment, you know? Mm. That's an important point, because I think this is something that you've said that I absolutely agree with, that I think a lot of this thinking and the way people are behaving, it seems based on revenge. It seems based on revenge for... Awkward upbringings, uh, social uncomfortability. It seems like there's something about the way they view the world Mm. where they want to get back at people that Mm. have literally done them no wrong. It's resentment for the burden of being. It's it's deeper. It's deeper. I mean, human human existence is characterized by a fair bit of suffering. You know, we're limited creatures and life is very hard. Everyone dies. Everyone you love is going to die. Most of the things you do, all of the things you do will eventually fail. You know, suffering is a certainty, and it's very easy for people to become resentful about about being, about existence. Damn. You know, these kids who shoot up high schools and 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 the, these mass shooters—they're they're the perfect examples of of people who run on nothing but resentment. They're out to kill the innocent because that's the best marker of—that's uh, the best way of showing just how much contempt they have for existence itself. Why punish the guilty? They deserve to be punished. It's a lot more. 
uh, malevolent and, 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 and vengeful to punish the innocent. It's like people are motivated to a great degree by resentment of being. Damn. And a huge chunk of that is manifested in, that's the dark side of ideological possession. So I get to decide who my enemies are, and then I get to go after them, and I can go after them for every single thing that's ever been done to me that isn't good. And well, a lot of that's just built into the structure of existence. Then they group up. They, they exhibit confirmation bias. They all form some sort of a group think, and then they act accordingly. And this is what you've been warning against, and this is where I completely agree with you, and this is why I think the subject is so important, and I love the way you've outlined all the steps and the problems with Marxism and ideologies in general. That we, we are dealing with this. These are the beginning steps of it, and people who look at it now and they say it's social change, it's social justice, it's not. It's not. It's it, not. That's right. It's not. And we're, this is not going to improve things. Implementing these policies will make things worse. They've made things worse every single place they've ever been implemented. And often they've made things so much worse that you actually can't imagine it. And people don't do the reading. I've done the reading. I've done the reading. I know how bad things can get. They can get so bad that no matter how bad you think they are, you're not even in the bloody ballpark. Well, it's just so strange that these sort of courses and these sort of ide- ideologies... Are I, I think that the black woman is being uh, manipulated by these Marxists. Because a lot of these... a lot Ever since the welfare system came in, they break up their families. And a lot of these women who I've heard, like Black Lives Matter, they don't blame their father for breaking the law. They don't blame their dads for not being there for them because for whatever reason, maybe they were alcoholics, drug addicts, whatever they were. But they blame the jails. They blame the police. They blame society for their loss. White people. Well, we've, we've heard of, of this comedian. I was telling you earlier that this, oh, comedian, to say that this comedian says that he can say the same jokes in a black crowd and they'll laugh. And then he'll take those same jokes and say it to a white crowd. And the white girls, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. they, can't, they can't handle that stuff that you're talking about. I am speaking for all black people. But, but you know what? They've got people encouraged to be hypersensitive to anything just so that they can stand out and say. Oh, virtuous. You know, yeah, I got a virtue here that I'm going to stick up for. But it I, feels good to be, to be like righteously angry about something. You know, like you, it, we all think we are, you know, whatever, doing whatever. But most of the stuff in the scheme of things that other people do, live and let live. Mm-hmm. We don't need to have, oh, because you don't like it, you got to stop them from doing it. Well, the, the outcome right now is that you see statistics that a black couple, a heterosexual couple with both college educated are making more money than any other couple, even more than Asians right now. They, they make good money, but they can't, they can't, they can't say that that's positive. They have to always refer to the back yeah. and say, look, I didn't have my daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but did you ever talk to your, maybe, what? Well, well, but you know what? Look how far they go back to slavery, but stop at a certain point where, well, we don't want to realize that other black people captured those slaves and sold them off. Let's forget about what happened in Africa. Let's only worry about what happened when they got here and who bought them. And, and that's what they're trying in to North change. Carolina during the 1860s. There were 30,000 free black men. Mm-hmm. Half of them owned slaves. Yeah. You can go to the, any the historic museum and you will see that you will find that 
He owned them. But yet, they want to tell us. I was just hearing this great podcast of a gentleman who wrote a great historical book of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And his effort was all this negative thing talking about Great Britain. He got tired of it. He goes, no, let me talk about that we were actually, after Belgium, three years later, Great Britain decided, I'm going to, we're going to abolish slavery. And after that, they said they had 13% of their naval all dedicated to go after the slave ships, to stop it, mm-hmm. to stop it. And no one told out to the, to the credit that in the history of the world, they were the first country to do that. Name me another country. But no one talks about that. It was the black people who sold their slaves to uh, to Rome when it was Caesar. Mm-hmm. What was it called? They were there. Yep. No one talks about how they sold their slaves to the Arabs. No one yep. talks about any of that stuff. Oh, I know. That's why it's conspicuously absent. Yeah. And they always have to refer back to, to that. And you're going, wait a minute. No, 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 no. There's a great history about abolishing slavery. Yeah, no the, one wants to the, talk about the original redneck uh, name was based on the Irish, the indentured servants that were coming over. I don't know when they were coming over. Why doesn't no one talk about and they, the, they the, were, the, the treatment of those people? Yeah. Why do you think the Irish were so tough-ass men? Mm-hmm. There was neighborhoods in, 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 in Boston that police departments wouldn't go in. An indentured servant's worse than a slave. Dude, <laughs> By the way, you well, get to pass that no, no, indentured story, servant on to your to kids. No, 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 no. Isn't that that no? that that was that of an indentured? Say if, if uh, an owner was built making a. I want to make a uh, a mine. He's not going to send his black slaves. He's worth money. An Irish indentured servant. He ain't worth nothing. Hmm. Put him in the mines. If they fall, oh well. But this black guy worth fifteen hundred bucks. By yeah, me, fifteen hundred bucks, I sell the him. The idea of an indentured servant is the indenture was only good for the period of time that it would take to pay off the. Oh, so I got it backwards. Yeah. Okay, my bad. So what happened is, like, say for example, when people came over on steamships back then, Titanic included, they had what they called steerage, and the steerage was the lowest level, the worst conditions, and everything that way. And those were the ones that came over as indentured servants. They had to work it off or something, yeah. huh? Gotcha. And this is still happening right now. Oh, yeah. No, I when know. these I'm people sure are being passed through the border. Remember those those tags that we talked about? And everyone that passes, every one of those tags means they got a destination. And from what I know, I've been a beaner my whole life. All I know is that these beaners, when they come, my people come over this country, they owe money. They owe $10,000 sometimes to a coyote. Oh, geez. And you try to work at a measly little restaurant paying you less than minimum wage because that's all you get get without papers and see how long it takes those poor people to pay $10,000. You probably got to pay up front too, right? So no. I don't think some, they're going to... Some will take you to... Up, you? To, some will take you to these, to these slaughterhouses and put you there to work hmm. and because they have a contract with that slaughterhouse and that's where all these kids are going, man. And denture service is still going on to this day and the Biden administration is the middleman and the Obama administration. They're the ones who set up this whole thing. I think some of the kids are going to Wayfair too, if I remember right. Well, it, it, it should also be noted that that the, uh, that the Roman law was that when your name was in all lower case, you're a free man. 
Upper and lower case, you are a bonded servant. All uppercase, you are a slave. Uh oh. Oh wow. Yeah. So that puts us in the middle there. Yeah, I'm, changing, I'm putting my name all in lower cases now. Huh. Well, but there's another way to do it, and that really comes down to the idea, like it said in the Bible. Now it's always Father, Son, Spirit. So you have your family name should come first, then first middle. But what everybody's gotten used to is the idea that they say. Oh, well, you have a last name. No, you don't have a last name. Nobody has a last name. The last name all goes to the birth certificate character. Only it has the last name. Yeah. And And it's because, again, it has the last is the inside of a shoe upon which the sole of the foot rests. Therefore, baby's footprint is on the birth certificate, not a hand or or fingerprint so that's why they could call it a last now it sounds similar and it's the last because it has a s-o-l-e that sounds the same as s-o-u-l when spoken but different when seen spelled in in the spanish language it used to be that your name would be maria de sanchez meaning maria of sanchez yes she belonged to sanchez right and that was the way they marked it over there. Well, the way they do it now, or what it, it should be, is the way Donald J. Period Trump does it. Because you should never have the family, clan, or tribal word as part of your name. You're just saying, I'm of the Smith clan, or the Rodriguez clan, yeah, makes sense. or whatever that way, or the tribe yeah. Or clan. Yeah, because I'm so I'm from the Trump tribe, basically what he's saying. Yeah. So the period ends the sentence. If you don't have the period there, then it's like a continued sentence. That's oh. not the way it would be you. Makes sense. Hmm. So what it should be is if the stock certificate, the birth certificate being a stock certificate, um, it o basically is they show see us as livestock. Yeah. So as livestock, we're registered livestock. The idea behind it is the, the average Joe is not going to ever realize that he isn't the birth certificate character because everybody pushes that on him from the very beginning. So what you have to do is say, and disclaim, I'm not the birth certificate character. It is referred to as a transmitting utility that you can use to sail the seas of commerce. So if it's Arthur Rodriguez, for example, Arthur, uh, that Arthur Rodriguez is the wrong way to go because that puts you in the, in the system. But if you separate it and go Rodriguez, comma, Arthur, then that would actually be the proper way to spell it and say it. But what happens is, where would the birth certificate character be if it was sent to Washington, D.C.? And that is probably with the alien property custodian. So if you put it with the alien property custodian, how's he going to find it? Well, it is a birth certificate. People are born, ships are birthed. You're going to find a birth for that vessel 
It's actually a book. They'll call it a book. And all that's that's in it about you, your story, whatever it is there. Yeah, you know what's yeah. fascinating is the vessel part. Because we were talking about empty vessels. Well, the Bible calls us a vessel. That's pretty interesting. My, yes. I have a whole... I have a whole theory on that, but uh, I don't know if we want to save it. But but, but I, you know, there you is know no empty vessels. There is no empty vessel. Something will fill that space. Yes, something <laughs> can always fill it. But oh, here's yeah. here's the concept: is when you think about the body, our bodies are the vessels to mm-hmm. carry the spirit mm-hmm. or the soul. Mm-hmm. The body is also referred to as the land of the soul. Mm-hmm. So as land, you you should be able to be your own, um, uh, uh, gosh, what's the darn name of it? Uh, Pilot? Little brain fade. Captain? Um, no, 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 no. Um, what happens um, when you're trying to send a, a, a dignitary to a foreign country representing you, it would be... On, not an entourage. Uh, no, 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 no. An envoy. Envoy? No. No. S- s- sort of like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. what what it is 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 the body speaks for the soul uh, for for the the soul. The soul is the spirit. So the body is an avatar. Mm-hmm. So you know what an avatar is, like mm-hmm. the movie in the Avatar, mm-hmm. and the guy, the soldier, he controlled the body. The body was the avatar. Mm-hmm. For, but he controlled it. Well, the same thing goes with us. We, our, our mind, our, our I am, tells us what to do and manipulates us as mm-hmm. Check this theory out. Beings. It fits right in with what you're talking about. I've already talked to Mud Dog about it, so he kind of knows. But I have a theory, and it's, I, it's a completely, I think it's completely uh, provable that uh, if you don't have something f- filling your void, you know, Jesus mm-hmm. or God or whatever God you want to choose, something else will get in there. Yes. And that's what we're seeing manifest. And what my theory is, is that evil evil, yeah. evil has no power in this world without us letting it in. manifest through us, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty. that's pretty logical. I think most people can agree with that. But I... Uh, the thing I'm starting to trip out on is technology and how that vessel, you know, uh, internet, uh, computers, technologies, social medias, that evil can actually get in there and live on this electric, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, electric plane, just like it can get into to us through sin and live in us. I'm, I'm starting to get kind of, cause you, you see the internet, man. And it's just, I mean, 90% of the internet's not okay. No. I mean, it's a mess, you know, and it's very evil and cold. And, and I think about if you were a crazy evil demon from a different plane of existence and you could not manifest here physically, but you could spiritually, you know, the the technology of a computer and the internet is eternal life mm-hmm. for them. You know, maybe it's not as good as living through the human, but guess what? The human dies. It's fallible. You know, you can't vice well, a human see, to that's, death. That's, It'll just die. And then that, you don't, that's the whole point. 
Mm-hmm. We are not our bodies. When the body dies, does not our spirit go somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it com- keeps living on eternally. Mm-hmm. True. So the body is here to help us be able to use it as the transmitting utility to learn or yep. vessel. Yep. And it is and then becomes, because it has a name with the birth certificate and character, so it becomes the citizenship that you use to nice. sail the seas of commerce. Nice. I like it. So that's what that is. That's what we're doing right now. We're in our uh, pirate ship sailing the seas. Uh, someone light those tiki torches over there for me, please. <laughs> well, you remember the tiki torches? No. Okay. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Went over my head. Uh, I have a, let's get some funny. And then I got my weird news roundup here. I have, uh, two choices here, guys. Chat GPT South Park, uh, clip that. Or that. you you don't want to do hands, hands down South Park uh, even over Carlin yes I got I, I've I, heard that bit okay it is an old bit uh so you guys is it really a Jad TPT please or? please go watch this go go YouTube and try to get the whole thing because it is awesome is it them making fun of it or is it actually a GPT uh, episode well you know how South Park does it they're making fun of it but there is a a very clear warning and statement. You know, it throughout the episode, it's I, I can't. Um, well, it's uh, awesome. By the way, it's, I, heard, I was laughing I heard, so I heard, hard. I, I still am convinced AI is bad. It's yes. not going to be a good thing, and it's even been told to us in the uh, the movie with the Terminator, for example. Odds are, that's more likely the direction things would go. Dude, this. we played we played about that movie. Remember that we're in the world, the Matrix and the Terminator. Have you heard the author who wrote that book? No. It's all about this good and evil between God and, and the devil. Both of those books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The author was interesting. How Wouldn't uh, evil love to just move right into a robot's body and live forever? Oh, yeah. You know That's what I mean? Joe Biden. Invitation. Yeah. That's Joe Biden. We've seen his back mm-hmm. of his neck, how that, that skin doesn't spring back so so you go with my theory on the technological plane of uh, it existence. wants us all to be borg that I, I mean i heard a real good meme where the guy's like you see the commercial of an 80s pizza commercial that chad gpt did have you seen it mm-hmm. and a comic goes yeah i knew it was fake because that every actor was white mm. <laughs> you can't have an all-white cast you know, if if evil is already running the internet and computers networks, you know, Chat GPT would just be its language. You've heard the ghost in the machine. Yeah, there you are. This is what I'm starting to see. This Chat GPT is literally evil communicating. You know, having autonomous communication. Yeah, and that's why you don't want people talking to it and trying to. <laughs> but the pro- but the problem yeah, is like a Ouija board. But the problem is that we know that it's not a computer system answering the questions. It is a person answering the questions because if you ask them to give me a joke about Jesus Christ, they'll give it to you. And if you ask them, give me a joke about Muhammad, they won't. They say, "Oh, we can't do that kind of joke." Blah blah blah. But they'll make fun of Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. we can tell who's programming it. And this well, is what you only get back what's been programmed anyway. So, yeah. I mean, 
It's but, allegedly just collecting text. That's what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. Right? I don't. But, I believe that. But where does it get the text? You like you're saying? Is it well, just getting it from BuzzFeed? Its thought <laughs> process is an algorithm, though, and it's however mm-hmm. you do that. That so algorithms. We uh, at my shop, we work. An algorithm actually is helpful, yeah. you know, because it, it's it's machining things faster and less wear on tools. So that's that that's the thing. It's it's really tough for me because. You know, technology is useful, obviously, but uh, but you know, you know, if I, you're creating a machine that evil can live in, but you know what, eternally, this might be a problem. But you know what destroys the algorithm and machining is the inconsistency of the quality of the material you buy. Mm-hmm. So when you start buying Substrate. cheaper material, yeah. you can't run the same feeds and speeds. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed this mm-hmm. in grinding. You can buy cheaper material, and I can't get the finish that you're asking for, mm-hmm. no matter what tricks I do to it. So it it all depends if you keep every piece the same, then yeah. all that can work cleanly. But as soon as one of those pieces get changed, mm-hmm. it might be cheaper material, so it has more nickel than than anything else. It may have who knows what, and yeah, it and changes it's, everything. It's a uh, it's a cool technology, but when you actually like try to go look at the program that was written, you know, yeah, for with stupid. that algorithm, you can't like you could not longhand program this algorithm you know it's only going to be created through a computer you know it's it's literally you know goes from you know three line uh Whoa, thing to blanks it's and- it's literally no i mean it's literally like 60 pages long of code that i could program longhand in probably 10 lines but you, you know run, I mean? but you but you run but, a mitsub you run a mitsub uh Hitachi. One of the one of the yeah. machines, like uh, a Mazak, oh. it's only three sentences, and yeah. you pro- and you write the whole thing. Yeah, so this is why it's odd. Yeah, it's actually Mazaks are weird too because they're not even. It's it's a database. You're just putting in, you're filling in the squares yeah. on the. Well, screen. because all the codes, all the G codes and M codes are already embedded into the machine, yeah. and it's right. and it, it makes sense. Do you know how many truckloads of machines go out a day there? Because man, every time I go by there, it seems like there's a. We don't semi talk about. We don't name. With, we don't name the name of that company. That's okay. I don't care. It's I don't. About, I don't name the name of the. company. It's about fifty. They they they, they. they. I think they do about forty or fifty mm-hmm. on their on their Something good like year. They do fifteen hundred machine in one month, mm. on a good month. Mm-hmm. That's the capability of that factory. Um, right now, they're probably averaging. What are you guys averaging? About nine hundred machines a month right now. I mean, we can make that, but we're not selling that. <laughs> okay, okay. But at that company, when it's cranking, what do they do? Sixty machines a day. Mm-hmm. Sixty machines a day. Yeah, but the problem is that uh, I don't think the economy is going to support a lot of the manufacturing so that I think the company is going to be losing some business. It's over. Yeah, no. What I like what no capital what I like about allocations has stopped. What I like about that company is <laughs> that they can, has dried up. Mm-hmm. They can lower their prices fast. They control the cost. They can lower it anytime they want. Mm-hmm. And they're given it's 0% no payments. Shut and they still up. can't sell. Nobody, nobody wants nothing. Well, who right the heck now? wants their really? stupid five no. side? It's freaking really machine bad. crashes at one time and fucking thing is way out of whack. Easy, easy, easy. I'm let's sorry, I, I have a dislike. Uh, let's for get machines. back to South Park. Yeah. Okay, children, let's take our seats. I've graded your midterm essays, and I have to say, for the most part, they were terrible. <laughs> However, there were some essays that I'm very happy with. Essay? There was a really great essay from Clyde on the 1840s labor unions and their effect. I told my teacher I'm not going to turn in my essay. 
act on the Industrial Revolution. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear it for Clive, kids. Sorry, Great I fucked work, that Clive. up, huh? Thank you. Thank so you. he just, I screwed that up. Sorry, guys. He just wrote a crazy paper. This is Clyde. On the Industrial Revolution. Let's hear it for Clyde, kids. Great work, Clyde. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. What? Someone who never writes good essays, Butters, wrote an amazing piece on post-Cold War Poland and the changing provision of security. Check plus, Butters. Oh, God. Thanks. <laughs> and we also have another student who wrote a shockingly good paper. This one's called A Feminist Neoliberal Perspective of Post-War Afghanistan by Eric Cartman. Stan's like, He's starting to figure out that they all use ChatGPT. I'm sure people are figuring that out. And this week we have a new student to the Czech Plus Club for an amazing essay called Writing a Policy About Improving the Rights of Migrant Workers. <laughs> Let's hear it for Stan. Oh, no, it was Kyle that was looking at him. No, maybe not. All right, what the hell is going on? You tell me what's going on. Clearly, somebody told Stan about ChatGPT. You guys are using it to write essays, too. Yes, we are all using it. And we had a pact that we wouldn't tell anyone else because then everyone will start using it and Mr. Garrison will figure it out. So who f***ing blabbed to Stan? I just told Stan about it as a tool to text his girlfriend. God damn it, Clyde! You don't use an amazing AI cheating tool to talk to girls! You're gonna ruin everything! This can't be open source, you guys! If everyone starts using ChatGPT, then we lose our unfair advantage! That's pretty much it, but he, mm-hmm. he goes through and it's Stan's basically trying to, uh, trying to think of how it works. But his girlfriend basically wants you know wants him to tell a story, you know, and he's like tired and doesn't want to tell a story, so he types into Chat GPT, you know, like you know, tell my girlfriend a cool story before bed, and he puts it up, and she's literally like gushing. It's like that's the most beautiful thing you've ever wrote for me, and he, just, and he keeps just going with it. And, and but oh, you know what's man. interesting to me? Why this is going to be provoking a lot of people? Do you know how you move up in the ranks in the military to be officers? Is how well you write a report, mm. how pretty you can write it. And have you ever seen an ex-military guy that is an engineer and read their reports, dude? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm concerned about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is the art of writing the report going to be dead or is this going to be used to move myself up and fake that I'm able to write one? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's it's all so ridiculous and obvious. So, I mean, maybe in the future it'll get better. Should get better. Everything gets a little better. Well, like, but like, right now it's so obvious that it's uh, I, I did fake. actually what they called technical writing was, which was nice. you know because I did aerospace stuff and I did quanti- quality control and everything for that and had to make sure everything met spec and whatnot and had to flunk a bunch and <laughs> mm. that that was the sad part and there was a company that uh, man they made so many errors on things you had to reject so much stuff. We we couldn't even use them as a supplier after a while. It was mm. just their, their quality went downhill so badly. Well, the local community college to support our police academy had to make a class that only taught you how to write police reports because the majority of the people that were flunking out of the police academy wasn't for physical. They couldn't do that. They couldn't write a damn report. Yeah, technical writing or yeah. report. Yeah, so they have a, a specific class just to teach you how to write a police report. 
Well, the key thing is... Dang, you guys. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Yeah. Most people get verbose on it. That's what I keep on telling and, Hollywood and about him. As concise as possible. I just, I just think about what this... You know, if this takes off and people are doing, like you're saying, using it for their work or whatever, their girlfriends... Like, we're already in a social mess right now. Just, we need a lot of Jesus to get us out of this mess. And what's what's going to happen when, you mean, everything is fake at that point? I mean, how do you... Uh, well, that's what you've learned. And, the whole world is fake. And, and yeah, I mean, and you're going to atrophy. You know, it, you're going to get weaker at that. It's not, it, you know, being weak at it isn't a reason to use chat GPT. It's, you know, it's like... That's the opposite reason, you know, because it's just going to make you even weaker. Oh, boy. Well, it'll make people mentally weak because their brains will atrophy from learning how to write. Mm-hmm. So Have you that, that but, but skill seems, will diminish. But it seems to be going that way, right? I mean, it's about now it's they're making now. robot yeah. sex toys and stuff like that. We're, we're not going to be talking to each other anymore. You know, it's like that's the goal is to separate us away from each other. And dumbify us right now. It's like what they're doing to the boys in the elementary schools in our schools right now. Dude, go in there and see who's failing these classes. They're all boys. Boys. Oh, I know. I had a client that pulled her boy out of uh, school because they were doing the LGBT bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's she didn't a, like that at all. Yeah, well. It's liberating. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving on to weird news over here our last little segment Ooh, i wanted to bring this up uh did you guys hear about uh on a tangent here did you hear about the manifesto that has still yet to be released and what they're actually saying is on it well because i've heard the police officers haven't finished writing it oh. yeah <laughs> the fbi they haven't yeah. finished writing it. Yeah. no it's probably it it's literally they said at least 10 journals like full journals of how to like hurt christians as bad as they can yeah and number one thing on there i guess this is all uh allegations that no one's came out with the manifesto but this is what some people are saying that are around that is that it's all about children they're going after they're literally going to go after children like innocence just well, like sure that's just like we were talking about, about. That, that's what it is that's the energy they get they get the loosh out of it uh-huh. there was a, a church in texas in dallas that we're going to use a certain river to baptize people. And when they got there, you had all these uh, Antifa dudes up there protesting against baptizing kids, saying, how dare you're going to baptize people, not kids, just adults. Yeah. How are you going to baptize people to a God that hates LGBT? I mean, they were protesting, not the baptism, they were protesting God. They were protesting how dare you. God hates them? That's what they say. Yeah, but see, that's it. And then prove that. How, how do you? Well, they'll proof, open the book know? of Rebel, uh, book of uh, of um, uh, can Rome, Roman book, and they'll go and think in the fourth chapter, and you'll see that Paul says that they're condemned because it's sexual immorality. Was that was right. that, that uh, black preacher from yep. uh, Canada? Yes. Right? Yeah, he's he's awesome. A street preacher. He. Uh, he baptized, he baptized a bunch of people, walked right into the fury of Antifa. It's amazing. That was an amazing video. I watched the same thing. Dude. It was. That guy's awesome. Yeah. He's a, uh, those type, actually, you know what's funny? That was the street preacher that turned me to Jesus, by wow. the way. 
because I've told the story a hundred times on the show that an Antifa guy, a trans, a dude, at him, huh? a dude that was dressed as a woman, licked him and said, how do you like being licked by a fag? Was humping on him, like literally physically humping on this guy. And the guy's just saying, you know, Jesus loves you. You know, he's just basically saying, you know, you know, I, yeah, I've noticed in that last video though, he's, he's, he's going to, uh, like the protect, like he's calling out evil. I know. I mean, he was I'd, saying I'd punch him out, touching me like that. That's sorry. Ain't going to happen. I know I, I was, I, th- but literally, and I understand it, I agree with you, but literally that video and that moment was what made me go, Oh, I can't be just ambivalent and like agnostic in the world. Like you have to choose good or evil in the world. There is no, ah, just be in the middle and, you know, figure it. No, you, <laughs> if, if you're not choosing good. Well, what the good book says, either it, mm-hmm. you have to be either cold or warm. If you look, if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. Yeah, man. Uh, so I was re- referencing the Nat, the Nashville shooter. This one was the Louisville shooter. I don't know if you guys saw this one, the, the video of that, but it was wild. Dude, That's the one have- where he, he shot the cop in the head. As the cops were walking up to the bank, like those mm. tinted windows or whatever, right. and fucking, I don't. I'm last thing I heard that cop was just really struggling. But anyway, uh, in his uh, manifesto, which is always interesting, how they always have some sort of pre they have a manifesto ready to go. To yeah, how is somebody. this uh, thirteen page manifesto where he outlines how. Their plan, and this is this is not just him. It's like a, always a there, you know. Like this is what we need to do. And it in in his whole thing with this one was to go cause gun violence to take the guns away. So that this is their idea is to go do gun violence in the in the communities to get a response from the government to take away guns. That was what that guy was trying to do. What we saw in the Nashville shoot. It's amazing. That the lady who came out and started talking, that went in front of the cameras, pr- talking about how we need gun control, that she was on vacation with her family close by. She's a Democratic Party supporter, has photos with prominent uh, Democratic officials, with the Biden, with Kamala Harris. And she just happened to be in the location of Nashville where the shooting was, and then comes out going, ah! But the problem now, a lot of these... Um, People don't understand the new media that instantly they found out who she was. Yeah, I don't and, believe in coincidences. Yeah. So, no. Nope, not anymore. Okay, I'm going to run through these. You guys, uh, I think we're about ready to wrap it up, but we can get into any of these if you guys want. Check this one out. Uh, I actually don't have a good article, huh? Uh, more than $100 million worth of gold stolen from Canada's largest airport last week. Uh, going to Trudeau. 3,600 pounds of gold. I, I don't know. How, that was an inside job. There's no way uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to be. You're like in the yeah. middle of an airport. I thought that was interesting. There's been actually a, a couple of these like really crazy heists that have happened in the last couple of weeks. I didn't cover it uh, last week, but there was another one of these. I like this one. This is Zero Hedge. Despite relentless propaganda, climate change skepticism is growing. Yes, it should. <laughs> well, dude, have you seen the Cambridge Cambridge University 
talk, uh, uh, professors coming down talking about our CO2 levels and everything. Yeah. Dude, they're getting debunked like left and right. <laughs> left and right. Yeah, we there played no that clip. There is climate huh? change going on. It's such a crock, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's dumb. Did you, uh, were you trying to read me this article last week and I was like, oh, hell no. Was that what you were talking about? What was it about now? This is uh, the Satoshi Nakamoto, who they think he is for Bitcoin. Well, did, weren't I, you talking about well, something about... Well, I told about- you that, that that guy, Dan Pena, says that it was, uh, that Putin's the head of Bitcoin. Oh, that's what you're... But, okay. then, but then it's funny because then I've also heard reports that DeSantos is the man for Bitcoin. So there's these DeSantis. DeSantis. Yeah. So they're saying that, but that Putin... That's what Dan Pena was talking about. Mm. That he thinks that he's using it to pretty much collapse the U.S. Well, you got me thinking uh, the other week because I was just like, "Oh hell no, yeah, oh, there's, yeah, there's no owner to Bitcoin." It's like if I was talking about that God didn't exist, mm-hmm. this guy was so upset. I am a bigot for Bitcoin, but uh, this is a kind of interesting article. This is from Bitcoin.com. If you look up the name Dorian Nakamoto. Uh, you'll probably get the article, but it's pretty fascinating because this guy has government, like he was in the involved in the Defense Department. Uh, his uh, what's it? Uh, it's a very interesting article. I don't know if we want to really read it, but there's a lot of people that it's think that he fairness, might yeah. actually be the one. And what was interesting is they actually had a Vice uh documentary about him. I want to say six or seven years ago where the vice person tried to come and interview the guy and he goes, uh, I'm not involved in that anymore. Uh, I can't talk about that. It's in good hands. Cause she asked you, you know, do you want to talk about your past? You know, she was very vague wow. about it and he said that. And then now he's came back and said that, well, no, I was talking about my defense department, uh, blah, work blah, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the fascinating part with this is, of course, Vice doxed this guy. You know, she went to the his house and recorded his address. So, like, within a day, he's got, like, hundreds of people out there uh, harassing him. And the fascinating thing was, this is this gets weird, you guys. You got to read this. Oh, it was a Newsweek article. My bad. It wasn't Vice. But after all the drama that he went through, the Bitcoin uh, nation ended up uh, donating over 100 Bitcoin to him. <laughs> Through this whole, like, you know, like, sorry for causing all these issues. Now it's... At 16... What are the 20-something thousand right now? I just... This is a weird speculation here because the Bitcoin people don't want an owner of Bitcoin. Absolutely not. Oh, of that's not. that's they, what that's makes it point. powerful. You know, that's what makes it unstoppable. And he lives XRP in California. Be What's that? Thought XRP would be better. Yeah, well, XRP's. Uh, I don't know. I have issues with uh, Ripple and those guys because I they have a they had a lot of like Fed involvement with mm-hmm. their creation and their uh, you know uh, and it kind of looks to me. We'll see what happens. I, maybe they're just getting their their asses sued by the SEC, which is what they're saying they're doing. But I watched how Microsoft maneuvered their lawsuits through the government, and I'm st- I still believe that Microsoft was told, "You're going to work with us, or you're getting a monopoly charge." 
and oh, you're going to have to shut it all down. No, my brother-in-law told me the same thing. Okay, basically. well, that's and, and so now Gates has to play ball always, right? From now until eternity, and I wonder, you know, and well, then you I wonder about they, XRP. They, they were going to break up Microsoft, uh-huh. yes, and for that they worked out the deal where. Bill Gates had to give the government back doors like crazy uh-huh. to it. Okay, there we go. So but also, that's don't how forget, he goes and get, they can get into anything and ev- mm-hmm. everything. But don't also forget that's part of the settlement. Bill Gates had to give money to Apple. Remember, because Apple mm. was also suing at the same time, saying that their operating system was their operating <laughs> system, and that, that little that little kick. If you notice that, that's when then later they came out with their pod iPod. Well, it actually isn't because Microsoft, I think, is is uh, programming in C plus, and uh, Apple is Unix. Well, no, see the operating system, the way the layout was, the story goes. Oh, that, with Windows, yeah, uh, with the tabs and, and all that stuff. You know oh, the that. see they bought it. They bought it the UI. from, from uh, Xerox. Xerox invented it. And mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with it. So the founder of Apple, what's his name? Um, uh, the guy that died. Yeah. He saw it and goes, I'll buy it from you. I know what to do with this. Turtleneck mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. So he bought it. And then he showed it to Bill Gates. And Bill Gates, I want to buy it from him. He goes, I'm, I'm going to do this. So mm-hmm. Bill Gates just copied it. Mm. And who was Bill Gates' dad again? You mean the guy that likes, <laughs> you, you, got, you mean the guy from Planned Parenthood? Planned Parenthood uh, fame, uh, Federal Reserve of Washington fame, Washington and he State. Wanted, and All he wanted a bad connection. <laughs> you know it's crooked as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yep. just so happens his son ends up coming up big. Oh, just no, like Zuckerberg and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Bezos. Yeah, his we, dad was like a Defense Department dude. Yeah. A college dropout is now the medical expert of the world. Oh, boy. Uh, very good article, guys. Uh, look up that though. Let, let me know if anybody. Uh, I'm very curious to talk to like a, another Bitcoiner about this. See what they think. It's interesting that so many stories have been coming out about who's the father of Bitcoin. Why do you think is that? Is it trying to belittle it? You know, try to discredit it. Try to, or why such a big bent on trying to find out who started this. Well, the the biggest thing is that Satoshi Nakamoto has the most Bitcoin of anybody. So that's one reason people are a little concerned because one of the things that happens is if say he decides he wants to sell. You know, that that, you know, and I don't I can't remember how many he has, but it's like some crazy amount, like a million Bitcoin, and there's only 21 million total. You know, so you know, when someone like that has that much uh, leverage, they can actually control the. You mean like Blackstone or Blackwater? Yeah. So that I know that's why a lot of people are they don't really want to know who it is, and uh, but um, yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah the 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 article goes into talking about uh, the three dudes that they think created Bitcoin, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. It made me kind of question my um, my bigotry towards Bitcoin. <laughs> so you're going to jump on the bandwagon with me and try and buy more chickens? I would buy chickens if I could. All right. 
Uh, so now they're just admitting it, apparently. Let me get to the actual... Uh, where is it at? Right about here are some solutions happening. And here's where it's also going to get controversial, perhaps. Um, cloud seeding is something that I studied in school for meteorology, weather modification. Back when I went to school, it was like, I poo-pooed a little bit. It was too expensive. It's not efficient enough. Well, guess what? When you get desperate and then technology gets better, 20 years later, here we are. Cloud seeding is ramping up so big. You see me there showing that flare on the plane. They send silver iodide into the clouds, and then it makes it snow more. So they can't make a cloud, right? But they're taking storms that are already there and then giving it a little boost. So this is not, that part's not new. What's new is they have hundreds of these ground cloud seeders. So they're actually puffing the silver iodide with a flare. And you see, I think I have a picture of the actual ground cloud seeder into the air. That thing sits all over the Rocky Mountains, all over the American West. Ten states are doing this. And I wanted to tell the story because my friend Russ is the state climatologist. Sorry about the music there. Huh. Well, we've heard of the Saudi princes seeding the clouds to rain over Saudi Arabia. So this isn't new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I think most people think it's not real still, unfortunately. Yeah, Joe Rogan talk about how the Saudi prince do this. Yeah. But we don't do it here? Well. Like, fuck the Saudis. How about here? <laughs> it's like, oh, we're just going to talk about. You know what I mean, though? There's this this disconnection where, you know, okay. Uh, so if there's moisture in the air and you got more money, you can pay your county than the county north of you. You know, this is like weather warfare we're talking about here. You know, you pay for your yep. your extra water what, or what whatever. Did we, what did the state? Obviously, it is. Yeah. But remember, the state made it illegal for us to even collect <laughs> rainwater. I know, but they could create. Imagine that but. they made it illegal for you to capture your rainwater. No, it's it's beyond stupid. Because I know people when I was growing up that had cisterns. Oh. Wow, I haven't heard that word in years. My last uh, is right up Mud Dog's Alley. I figured you'd get a kick out of this one. Zero Hedge. Vinyl sales surpassed CDs for the first time since 1987. Yeah, all these yuppies, man. All these freaking hipsters. It just means the CD sales are dropping. Probably. Big time. No one's buying CDs anymore. Hardly. But now it's a big, like my nephew. Vinyl's better anyway. My Mm -hmm. nephew even asked me, he's 16 years old. That he can't, he wants to buy, he wants a real record player. He's buying records. <laughs> it's a big thing. I'm like, hey, I've got one up here in the dust. So I'm, I'm sending him a, a really good BSA turntable. When, nice. when I was growing up, I always had, my dad had a great stereo. So I ended up getting a good one. And, Get on the mic uh, a little. idea was that vinyl always sounded better than What's your anything mic? else. We can't hear you. Oh, the, the vinyl always sounded better than the digital. Oh, yeah. One million always. times. Yep. No, and then and you what's even to- worse are MP3s because they're even abbreviated digital, so mm-hmm. it's even less. When, when you hear an ELP, an album, you'll hear like the little cowbell in the back. You'll hear something that fills up the sound, and in the CD, you won't hear those things. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting, and I agree with mm. Tony. The, a record is superior. All right, Nation, you hear the music. Hollywood says he's getting tired, and you know he's getting old. You know, he says he has to go to work. 
But again, I am a man of leisure, and I don't do those kind of things. But this show has been getting growing bigger and bigger. About 500 people listening to it now. And um, it's for only one reason. And the reason is that Hollywood and I ask sincerely that you pray for us. Okay? For our families and this show. And Hollywood and I will definitely, definitely pray for you. Because that truly is the only way we're going to get out of this, guys. Okay? And uh, have belief and faith in what you pray for. Because if we pray like we don't, eh, maybe it may happen, maybe not, then it won't happen. What's the point? Let's believe in what we pray for, and let's see our, and the good Lord will get us out of all this. Once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. You can find me on Twitter, OG Mutt Dog, at Good Time Culture Podcast, or Good Time Coach, or just OG Mutt Dog. Okay? I'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Oh, you made it to the end of the show. Uh, it's a good, good rip here. Uh, it's fun having Tony Words in. Yes. Um, quit uh, co-signing to this evil in the world, guys, and speak up, would you? Um, otherwise, you're not going to have any speech left if you don't. Sticks and stones, guys. Come on now. Uh this has been really fun. Uh, we will be back next week uh, exposing evil and praising God. And uh, you got any last words over there? All right. I will say, uh, yeah, there you go. Have a great week. And don't forget about the meetup. The meetup this Saturday at Institution Ale, where you can find some like-minded. And we won't get mad about your opinions, guys. Bring them. Unless you voted for Biden. Maybe I'll throw you out. No, at least at least have an opinion. Okay. That's all I'm talking about. Something you can back it up with reasons why. The problem is too many people have opinions with no reason for having it. And, and what's the what's the what does opinion and assholes have in common? Everyone has one. All right, guys, uh, have a good week, and we will see you next week. We'll be here next week, demoralizing evil. Oh, yeah. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now, I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown, and I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt, yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt, yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus, devil, I rebuke you for what I go through and trying to make me do what I used to. With